0: Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout. I'm alongside Joey Nagel, and we are finally back with another episode. Yep, yeah, we are. It's been like three weeks since our last one, but um, we're finally back. So let's get into it. Let's start with the Astros series. So the Sox lost two out of three to the Astros in Houston, but they didn't really look overmatched. Each game they played, they had a chance to win.
1: Yeah, for sure. Going back to Saturday, that was a game they, uh, they had in the bag, really, I thought.
0: Because they rallied
1: in the ninth off Osuna. And, yeah. um, you know, Barnes just didn't have it. There's no other way to put it. He he just didn't have it that night.
0: Yeah, I mean, they rallied in the ninth inning to take the lead. Or to tie the game, I'm sorry. And then they just blew it in the bottom of the ninth. Not even, it, like, they didn't even make it close. Like, he had the bases loaded, and it was just bad. Nobody out when they scored the winning run. And then going back to the Friday game, we were dominated by Wade Miley, of all people. We
1: made three errors and yeah, more mistakes. So
0: Yeah, I, th- I feel like the defense has been absolutely horrible this season where we need to make plays. We're not making those plays. Bogarts has made a couple big errors. Devers, of course, even though he's been good in the field, actually. De- Devers,
1: Devers has been nice.
0: Yeah, but I mean... The biggest thing with the Red Sox of late is they're just making too many mistakes. They're hurting themselves more than the team is hurting them.
1: Happened last night with Mookie, too, which was really strange.
0: Um, they did win the final game in that series to at least not get swept. They won it 4-1, to one, which was a good game. But, I mean, still, the bullpen. Like, we had Marcus Walden saving the game in that one. I mean, Marcus Walden's been good this season, but I'm not a fan of this closure by committee thing. Oh, uh, it stinks. You can't win like that. Yeah, and that's what we saw last night. Let's jump into that against the Indians. So um, David Price in this game was awesome. Six innings, three hits, zero runs allowed. Um, And then Workman was good. And then Walden came in, gave up two runs. Barnes got out of it. Brazier came in, gave up three runs in the ninth. To uh, blow the save, and then Travis Lakens came in to lose it, giving up two, walking three. I don't know what happened to Ryan Brazier, but he has not been really good at all this season.
1: That was a big question mark heading into the year too. Like, could he could he pick up where he left off? Because he came out of nowhere to do what he did last year.
0: Yeah, and I think last year was a fluke. I think what he did last year. um he got lucky in some scenarios and he was just hot. I don't think he's that good of a pitcher normally. And I think that's showing this season. I think I said going into the season that Ryan Brazier, we don't know what to expect from him. And he's showing right now that we don't know what to expect from him. He has not been yeah. good. He's not been the Ryan Brazier that we expected him to be and the one that we saw last season, especially in the postseason. So we're kind of down a guy in the bullpen in that sense because we expected him. To be a setup guy in the back end of games, and he just hasn't really lived up to that. So our bullpen is almost even worse because of that.
1: Yeah, um, there's not much to say about this bullpen other than it just it stinks. It it just it does, and I hate and I hate to do that, but it they it, it stinks.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we have to have. I love Travis Lakens, but if we have to have him coming in to try to save the game. Good luck. Yeah. I don't. How do we even fix this bullpen? Because we don't really have any trade value to go get someone good.
1: Yeah, I, I, I was meaning to ask you do you have anybody in mind
0: that could help us out? Because I, I, I certainly don't have anyone. I can't really think of anyone now because even if there was someone, we don't have the resources to go trade for them. I
1: mean, our only option is to use money. And sign a free agent. You got Fernando Rodney, who was released yesterday. <laughs> I mean he's having a god awful season, but uh uh-huh. I I know what he's capable of. Was he like forty two years old? He is forty two years, seventy-two days.
0: hmm mm-hmm. So there's Craig got Kimbrell. Kimbrell. Yeah. Yeah. The thing with him though is it's almost June now and he hasn't pitched for a major league team yet. We don't even know what we can expect from him, and he's a Hall of Fame caliber closer. He could not even be that good because he didn't get spring training. He didn't get all those innings he could have gotten with a major league team. He could be really rusty, and he could hurt the bullpen and waste money. I
1: don't think he can hurt the bullpen. I think it's going to be really hard for anyone to hurt the bullpen the way it is right now. I think, well, first off, I don't think there's any chance we get Craig Kimbrell because yeah, Dombrowski, it's a pride thing for him at this point. He yeah. doesn't want to give in and admit that he was wrong for letting go of Kimbrell. Mm-hmm. And Kimbrell is actually still asking for a multi-year deal, while Keuchel announced yesterday that he'll just take a one-year deal this year, which which is great.
0: You know, I'd love Dallas Keuchel, but we don't have a spot for him. That's the, that's the thing. Um, like you said, Dombrowski and Cora, they don't want to go back on everything they've said and go out and sign Craig Kimbrell. Because that almost looks like they're giving up, they're giving in. And what they tried didn't work, and they don't want to admit that. Alex Cora said about the loss last night that he feels they've done an outstanding job so far, referring to the bullpen, and nothing is going to change right now, he said. I wouldn't call what the bullpen has done outstanding. They've been good. I
1: mean, they've, they've been better than what I expected. That's true. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. They're hit or miss, though. They are the. They really are hit or miss. They either have it or they don't. It's either gonna be a really easy night or it's gonna be just horrible. Yeah. Last night.
0: Yeah. They're crazy inconsistent. Yeah. Unbelievable how inconsistent they are.
1: I mean, there have been nights where they are just locking it down. They're getting out of out of big moments, and they. You know it gives you hope, and
0: then the next day they let you down. They always seem to choke in pressure situations, like they can come in like the starting pitcher comes out after three innings or something. They can come in and throw solid like nine in- or six innings. yeah but well, what they did against Houston Saturday yeah, when the they come in had that
1: whole game and they were good.
0: yeah, when they come in though, with the game on the line with a one run lead or something like that, that's when they struggle. That's when Matt Barnes struggles, yeah. And I've never trusted
1: him in big situations.
0: Yeah. In Houston, when he blew that game, it looked like he was physically shaking.
1: Yeah, I think he was.
0: Yeah, so like I said, I think that's the biggest thing for them is pressure situations. That's where they struggle. And pressure situations are when we need relievers to be good. We need our relievers to be good in the situations that matter. And so far they haven't.
1: You know, you can can pinpoint plenty of games this year where the bullpen has just blown it. like um, Saturday in Houston, last night, obviously, that 13 in the game against Toronto, where they blew two saves in one night, right?: I Yeah. Think. Chris Sales, 17 strikeout game. This is all oh, within God. the past two weeks. This is all in the past two weeks.
0: Yeah, that's a good point there. Chris Sale 17 strikeout game where you absolutely need to win that game. not' just because of the win, but because Chris Sale deserved that win. And not only do they not get the win for Chris they also lose the game. When your starter strikes out 17 batters and you lose the game, that's just wild. You can't be doing that. Yeah. So, again, what do you think the solution to this is? Do you think, like, Bobby Pointer? Did he help nope. out?
1: No? <laughs> Actually, you know, Pointer's a lefty. This bullpen doesn't have a lefty. So, yeah. He, he I would rather help. have him than Travis Lakens. Yeah. Thank God he got sent down today, but Colton mm-hmm. Brewer's back. So
0: Yeah, remember when we were going great. into the season and I was talking about how great Colton Brewer is going to be?
1: Yeah, there's something wrong
0: with you. <laughs> yeah, he's 0-2 with an ERA above 5. So I said going into the season that the key to this bullpen not being terrible is everyone has to perform to the best of their abilities. So far, some guys have. Like, Hemphrey's been pretty good, better than I expected. Workman has been awesome. Walden before um was performing above and beyond he hasn't been as great of late but then there's the guys who have not been performing as great like ryan brazier um (laughs) tyler thornburg colton brewer so it all goes back to the inconsistency like i don't know if this is something that can be fixed by time just like having these guys figure it out having ryan brazier find himself or like, this could be the way that it's going to be all season, is these ups and downs of the bullpen, ups and downs of the team. And I think that's more likely, is that it's just going to be up and down season. Yeah,
1: that won't win you, ranked, as of right now. Like,
0: I'm saying there's no
1: way the Red Sox repeat. It's either going to be the Astros or the Yankees coming out of the out, out of the A.L. If I had to choose one, it's the Astros.
0: Yeah, the Red Sox just, they're not the same way that they were last year. I know it's, like, the mainly the same players, but... It's just slightly different in the way that the team is built. Slightly different in the way that people are performing. You're not going to get the same exact player out of everyone every season. And yeah. that's what it's like this season. I mean, losing Craig Kimbrell hurt. Losing Joe Kelly probably hurt, even though he hasn't been good this season. Um, no,
1: losing Joe Kelly definitely hurt. I think if he stayed, he, he would have a different looking season. Yeah, Maybe
0: not what he did in the postseason last year, but...
1: He definitely wouldn't have an ERA at seven.
0: So I heard this on Sports Talk Radio, and I want to get your take on it. Do you think Alex Cora is on the hot seat at all? Not at all. I agree. It's that's just
1: that's something that, that where did it come from? Was it Wei?
0: Um. Yeah, it was.
1: Yeah, of course. That's classic. Them they over they overreact to anything like. Alex Cora won 108 games last year and you have an you have a winning record so far like the hell's wrong with you if you think he's on the hot seat.
0: Yeah, last season every decision he made worked and it's not his fault if some of the decisions aren't working as well as they did last year because last year was a special season. Seasons like that are yeah. so rare where everything's just clicking right and it's not going to happen every single season. It's not completely his fault. He's made some bad decisions, but not all of their results have been his fault. And the
1: players love him. They back him. Even if he makes a bad decision, they don't throw the blame on him.
0: Yeah, so I don't think that they should be trying to get rid of him at all just because they're off to a slow start, what, like two, three months into the season. Yeah. Put it like this. Would you rather have John Farrell back? I'd rather have a chair managing the team than John Farrell. Yeah. I kind of feel like Alex Cora's response to last night, saying that they've done an outstanding job so far this season. I feel like that's kind of a John Farrell response.
1: A little bit. I, I don't think he wants to bash the bullpen because they're clearly struggling. Why kick the mother down,
0: you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's but, a good point. As a manager, you can't really say, yeah, they've been bad. Yeah. I mean, he could have said, like, maybe something along the lines of, tonight was a
1: rough night, but they'll bounce back, you know? That probably would have been better than just saying they're outstanding because that's yeah. a little more believable.
0: Let's move on. I want to talk about Ryan Weber. He has been good. He was he one of those guys good. that we signed um, in the offseason to a minor league deal, kind of looking for the next Ryan Brazier. Um, and he's, he's been awesome for us, really, at the major league level. He's come in um, in long relief, eight up innings. And now uh, we started him. He had a great he's start last tonight. outing, and he's starting tonight. Yeah. What do you think we can expect from him? Like, Is he a rotation guy until Evaldi gets back? I don't think he has a spot locked down you know, since until
1: Evaldi gets back, but I think I think they're gonna they're still gonna play it by ear and it'll be based off of it'll be based from start to start. So, you know, if he goes out there tonight and gets rocked, I don't think he'll he'll make his next schedule start. It would probably be Velasquez. But, you know, I really hope he can keep pitching well until Ivaldi comes back and then, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe he can help our bullpen after.
0: Yeah, Ryan Weber has been exactly what we were looking for when we signed him to that minor league deal. Some guy who can give us some depth both in the bullpen and in the starting rotation. And Hector Velasquez was supposed to be the guy who stepped up when Ivaldi went out with the injury to start games and get through it until Ivaldi comes back. But then he started to fall off a little bit and Ryan Weber stepped up and he was awesome. So that's exactly what we needed from a guy like him.
1: Yeah, the only thing I the only knock I have on Weber though is you know, what he tops out at 91, I think. I don't know, will teams start to figure him out? Like, because he's still relatively new, and there's not, you know, there's not a very detailed scouting report for teams to look at. So, and that might be what happened to Brazier. Teams, you know, maybe they're starting to figure him out this year, mm-hmm. but I don't know.
0: I do kind of have a feeling that they are going to figure out Weber because, yeah, like you said, he's throwing, gonna last. Yeah, he's throwing very low velocity. But I hope by the it does, time it I mean, by the time it would fade out we'll have Ovaldy back so it'd be fine. Oh, real, real quick.
1: Back yeah. this off season. We were linked to Ottavino the whole like basically the whole off season. Yeah. And I think he he wanted to sign here. We made just such
0: a mistake passing on him. I really think that Dombrowski completely blew it this off season not he getting anyone for the bullpen. Like the bullpen was yeah. bad last season and then we lost our best reliever this season. I mean yeah. you got to get someone. Here here's an option. Josh Fields. He's a he's a free
1: agent right now. He I think he last pitched with the Dodgers. He's not a, he's not bad. He's not
0: bad, but I think the I Red mean, Sox needs someone who's good, like really good.
1: Yeah, but you
0: know, he is a he is a fastball
1: that touches upper 90s and he's and I'm pretty sure he's got a curveball to go to go with it i mean let me check his Colton stats Berger. yeah but at least he has control what last year with the dodgers he had a 220 era in, in 45 games and so his whip was under one
0: okay that could I be mean, a decent option but i mean like i said it won't he, fix the problem
1: yeah but he's better than anyone else we have
0: i guess i don't know i feel like there's not much they can do to fix it at this point. They've kind of dug themselves into a hole. The best solution they could have had was signing Craig Kimbrel before the season started. I think that's what they should have done. Yeah. And now, signing Craig Kimbrel, like we talked about, may not be that effective and definitely won't be as effective as it would have been signing him before the season. So, yeah, like I said, they kind of dug themselves into a hole. You know what I'd like to
1: see? I'd like to see the Nats kind of fall off a cliff, maybe, and, like, by the deadline, I I hope that they're, you know, they're, what, they're nine games under five hundred right now. But it would be really cool if they were, like, 20 or 30 games under five hundred by the deadline. I'd love Sean
0: Doolittle. Oh, yeah. 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 Awesome. Lefty reliever, really good closer. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But then who would we trade for him? Who do we have in our firm system that's valuable enough to trade?
1: anyone the, Nat, the nats have a history of being stupid so you know maybe
0: we could fool them we've already depleted our farm system so much that we can't yeah. really afford like we're not going to trade bobby Dahlbeck. we're not going to trade darwins and hernandez darwinson has to come back i can't believe we sent him down again I, I know we're
1: we're you know we're pushing it right now in terms of are we rushing into the to the big leagues but mm-hmm. we need him right now
0: I mean, he is going up and down from double A to the MLB. Yeah, that's strange. I don't know why they don't just put him up in triple A.
1: I saw uh, Durbin Feltman's stats the other day. They're not pretty.
0: Yeah, so, I mean... His
1: ERA is above six right now in double A.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've got plenty of offensive guys, both in the major league level and in the farm system. We could really use... Some pitching. I mean, we were supposed to have Jay Groom as one of the top prospects. He had the Tommy John surgery, and even before that, he wasn't good. We really how's he, don't. How's he doing this year? I have no idea. Yeah, I'll check that. But I, I don't. We don't really have any good pitching anywhere in our farm system other than Darwins and Hernandez. Yeah, I'm looking
1: at other potential trade targets. I mean, you have like cheaper options, like Ken Giles might be cheaper, but. He's he's in our division, so it you know that's kind of, the Blue Jays would be hesitant to to trade him to us, but I could kinda of see that happening though. Yeah. Ken Giles is good though. Yeah. And then another option would be Will Smith of the Giants. You know, he's a lefty. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: can you know, he he is uh he's He'd a be pretty good. nice pitcher too. And you know, obvious I think he's getting traded no matter what.
0: The so. other question though is would Dave Dombrowski be willing to go out and get another reliever? Since the last few times he's done that has not worked out at all with Carson Smith, Tyler Thornburg. Addison Reed was okay, but then he left. Imagine and if we he- never made that Kinsler trade. Yeah, that would be amazing. If we had Ty Buttrey right now, he not an yeah, A- that- ERA around two or below two. Below two. He's been awesome for my fantasy team. And I hate Ian Kinsler. Mm-hmm. He didn't help us at all. No. He had a negative impact. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let's move on. Yeah. I don't want to talk about this bullpen anymore. Um, Dustin Pedroia. So he was, transferred, he was transferred to the 60-day IL the other day and had a press conference that he's not sure if he's going to play again, but he's going to take some time off and rest and try to recover, spend some time with his family, and just take a break from all the constant rehab. Will Dustin Majoria ever play a game at the Major League level again?
1: Yes, he will.
0: He will play one more game, like David Wright last year. Other than that, no. I think, yeah, that's all he really has in him is one game, just to kind of say he played before he retired. But he absolutely does not have... Oh, for God's sake, Tanner Houck. He's
1: already over five in double-A. Yeah. This sucks. Uh, All right, let's got go- Brian Mata, Mata.
0: He's doing nice in single A. Andrew Benatendi. He should not be leading off. That's one thing one they thing can do right now to fix the team.
1: I don't, I, I don't know why. I don't know why Cora is still
0: leading him off. I know the numbers. he's leading off again tonight. It's ridiculous. He is 3 for 39 in the first inning. It's a 077 average. It's worse than
1: Greg Allen.
0: When he's leaning off an inning, he's batting two twenty four with just two extra base hits. Yet he's our leadoff hitter.
1: Also in that 3 for 39, I think he has something like 15 strikeouts. That's not how you want to start a game.
0: It feels like every single game, when it starts, he gets out some way. Usually a strikeout, sometimes just a weak pop-up. I don't know what is going on with him, but he should not be leading off. I don't think he should even be in the top of the order until he figures it out. I think Rafael Devers should be up there uh, higher. Well, he has been. He's been hitting third. Xander Bogart should be up there higher. Um, My ideal lineup construction would probably be Mookie Betts leading off. uh, Rafael Devers batting second. Xander Bogart's third. J.D. fourth. Chavis fifth. Moreland sixth. Um, And then whatever with the bottom of the order. I think Mookie Betts should be leading off, though. I feel like they should give up on this Andrew Benatendi experiment. It has not worked at all. And last season, I don't know if you know this, but we won the World Series. Did we? And Mookie Betts was leading off that whole entire season. So I don't understand why you would change it if it worked perfectly last season. I get you want to get Mookie Betts more RBI opportunities, but why? He won MVP. Who cares? He won MVP, batting leadoff. We won the World Series when he was batting leadoff. Put him leadoff.
1: Yeah, in order to get more RBIs, you need people to set you up to get those RBIs.
0: Yeah, so having been Attendee before him doesn't help anything.
1: Right now, my ideal Red Sox lineup would be Mookie leading off, Devers hitting second, J.D. hitting third, Bogarts fourth, Moreland fifth, Chavis sixth, Benny seventh, uh, probably
0: Vasquez eighth and JBJ ninth. I'd put Vasquez above Benny, and I put JBJ eighth because the eighth is like that's your worst hitter in my opinion. And then have Benintendi ninth, almost as like a second leadoff hitter, but not. That's true, a leadoff hitter because he's got the speed and he's still a good player.
1: No, he's a great player. He's an all-star player, but he's mm-hmm. just he's struggling right now.
0: Yeah, I personally think that he should grow his hair back. I think that's part of the problem. That is part of the problem. I really miss his flow.
1: Shout-out uh, Stephanie Zabadabaduski on the <laughs> live stream. She said, I looked like Andrew Benintendi. So,
0: there you go, thank yeah. Thank you. Shout-out to the Vooch, too, for watching that whole entire oh, three-hour live stream. Love the Vooch. Love the Vooch. Big Vooch guy. For sure. Uh, speaking of the Vooch, let's take some listener questions. I think he had one. Uh, first one comes in from Philip3019. Will the bullpen continue to blow wins all season? Probably. Probably. Mm -hmm. They're just, like I said, they're inconsistent, and it's going to be an up-and-down season with them unless they make a change. So, yeah, next one from the Vooch himself. Vooch. Who was the awesome person in your live stream the entire night on Saturday? Uh, It was Garrett, Alex, Jason, and Joey. I think he's talking about himself, like, the guy watching it? No. 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 Nick uh Ciampi says, Do you think the Red Sox will have a chance to win the division? Yeah.
1: It's not a great chance, but
0: yeah. There is they a have chance. a chance, but it's not a good chance at all, like you said. There's six and a half games out right now. Uh yeah, they're not uh, they're not winning the, even before the season started, before all this happened. I even said they weren't winning the division, so I definitely don't think they will now. The Yankees are just too good. Half their team is injured, and they're still in first place. So when those guys come back, I feel like they're going to kind of run away with it. I think the Red Sox will go on a run kind of after the All-Star break early August to kind of close the gap a little bit, but I don't think the Red Sox are going to win the division at all. They'll
1: make it close.
0: Yeah, I think they'll make it close in the end, but I think the Yankees are going to be on top for a while. I think the Rays are going to fall down a little bit, but I still think they're going to be up there. They're definitely going to be tough competition for us. Definitely. Yeah. Dave Colem asks, what would be the cheapest solution for the bullpen? You know what? I know how to fix
1: the bullpen. we got to move it farther away from the fans. That's true. It's too close. It's too Mm -hmm. close.
0: I mean, that's got to be our problem, right? The fans, the fans are just right are on top of our them.
1: Our pitchers, they're bothering our pitchers.
0: Yeah, like Ryan Brazier's trying to warm up out there, and some and drunk dudes yelling. His head is at him. always tilted left, so when he's warming up, it's tilted towards the stands. That's true. He's looking right at them. There you go. That's a good point. Beckett Story asked how bad, how how bad Brazier has been this season. How bad
1: has Brazier been this season? Well, he's been pretty bad. I was look. I was looking at his stats before he came in yesterday, and I thought, you know, he doesn't look. He- he's not looking too shabby, you know. I looked at his past seven games; he had only given up one run, and I was like, okay, he's turning it around.
0: Yeah, he did. You know what I? You know what I think it could be? I need to dive into the advanced analytics for this, but I think that the degree that his head is tilted isn't the same as it was last year. I think it's it a smaller. It doesn't look the
1: same. It mm-hmm. doesn't look the same.
0: Yeah. I think someone needs to go out there with a protractor and try to figure that out. I don't, I don't think that his head is tilted at the same degree as it was last year. I'll let LaVangie know about that. Ooh, this one's from Terry O'Connor6. Should the Red Sox sign Bartolo Colon?
1: You know what? There is definitely some bias in this. But I'd be totally okay with giving him a minor league deal. Because he's actually proven he's still a decent pitcher.
0: Could he be our closer? Yep. Um, I'll do it for the fan questions. Another thing... Oh, yeah. So, the All-Star ballots have been released. You can now vote for your All-Stars. So, uh, who from the Red Sox should be an All-Star?
1: I think... Well, first and foremost, 100% Rafi yes. and, and Vasquez, you know. Yes. Um, Other than that, you know, I, I could see Mitch getting... All star this
0: mm-hmm. year,
1: maybe. Um, Mookie Mookie's a fan favorite, so he's definitely going to be starting, I think. Yeah, uh, J- JD is going to be the DH, it's almost a lock. And yeah, <clears throat> you know, I, I you got to consider Bo- Bogarts because he's just so underrated, people don't pay enough attention to him.
0: And yeah, I agree with all that. of that. I think this Rafael is a Devers- Sleeper,
1: David Price. I know we don't vote on pitchers, but
0: David Price, No, he's been our ace. Yeah, but he hasn't been an all-star. He's been good. He's been good. He's been good, but all-stars are
1: supposed to be great. Yeah, I know. Well, this is going to be the first time in a long time Sale doesn't start. That is true. I didn't think about that.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Sale won't even be an all-star. That's crazy. Uh, Anyways, Rafael Devers, though. Rafael Devers absolutely needs to be an all-star. I'm going to go nuts if he's not. Christian Vasquez should he be an will. all-star, too.
1: Raffy, Rafael Devers. Rafi's going to be an all-star. I think barely because he has Bregman and Chapman. But it's the third basemen are going to be Bregman, Chapman, and Devers, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Devers absolutely deserves to be an all-star. He's been amazing this season. Yeah. And Vasquez, too. Like... Yeah,
1: I can't think of I can't think of another catcher in the AL besides uh, Gary Sanchez that's really playing like an all star.
0: Yeah, Rafael Devers is third in the AL in batting average, three twenty nine. He hits the ball hard, literally every at bat, every time he hits yeah, he the does. ball hard. I think he has the most hard hit balls in the whole entire majors. I think. Let me he check does.
1: that. Yeah, I, I think. I th- that's something Snap Masterson dropped on us last night. Yeah, I think that's right. Speaking of which, Eck is on his game right now. He is. He is. What? He's been just.
0: Ama- he's been great. When that uh, Indians pitcher had to get new shoes, it was just standing out there in his socks. A pair and of Ek shoes. Get, get him a pair of shoes. Oh, that was perfect. Yeah, he's been so great. I think he's been playing a little bit too, so he's trying to throw in more of those phrases. He is, and I love when he just says something, and Dave O'Brien has no idea what it means. I feel like the majority of the time it's that way; they have no idea what. Oh yeah, no,
1: no. Dave's just like, or I love when uh, he thinks he knows what it means, but then it, (laughs) it it, it isn't what it means. Like, yeah, like if X is a pair of shoes, and then O'Brien's like, yes, he does have nice cleats.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Bruins game two tonight.
1: Let's go Bees. Let's go Bees. They got this.
0: What are your predictions for the series? Um, give it to me in 5. Mhm. I agree. Bruins in 5. Gentlemen sweep. I think I think we'll take tonight 3-1. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I was really nervous in that first game when we were down 2-0 early. We did not. We didn't
1: we didn't look too good. We really didn't. I mean, the first period that's just about as bad as it gets, but you know they gave up that that second goal early in the second. Uh, you thought the wheels were going to come off right there, but that's when they turned it on, and it was it was all Bruins the rest of the game. So
0: yeah, I'd I try to get tickets. It. I try to get tickets tonight's game, but they were ridiculous. They were like six hundred seventy dollars. Oh yeah, they for started, the worst they seats like, there. Yeah. yeah, and then like $1,200 for anything good. Yeah, no, it's crazy. But do you know where I was looking for those tickets? SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. Plus, you can get $10 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. That's cool. I was
1: looking, I was going to go to the Red Sox game tonight, and I, uh, I was able to get two tickets for 10 bucks, but then I decided not to go. Okay, <laughs> that'll
0: do it. Cool. Go Bruins, and we'll see you next week. Yeah. What are you doing right now? It sounds like you're in a wind tunnel.
1: Stupid fan. Hold on, I'm away. <laughs>